This is the Rush Hour NRL Preview. Well, here we go again. Week two. And thank you to everyone who downloaded the first uh, episode. Episode? Podcast. It might be an episode by the end of the season. I've got to say, Dan, you were impressive. Yes, thank you. I got the money early and uh, gave it all back, but uh, you were very consistent. Here are the scores. Uh, Sterlo went through. Remember, we're picking against the start. Uh, so essentially, the, the aim here is to have every game as a 50-50 prospect, so it's easy to keep score. Sterlo went three and five. It's not horrible, but first week... I think... I think I got the first three right. You got the first I think three. I was 0 we, from five the we last. were both. We both agreed on the first five. We got the first three right. Then the next two wrong, and then we had separate tips for the final three games, of which I got them all. I went six and two. That's uh, uh, look first week. There's a bit of flukage in it, so I'm not going to jump through hoops. But it, uh, it's not unlike John Anthony in Two for the Money. Did you ever see that movie? Great movie. Oh, that's one of the... That is, Matthew McConaughey. so disappointing as a movie. Um, I don't know if flukage is a word. If it's not, it should be. <laughs> no, mate, anything with gambling in, I love that movie. Whatever movie. That's, but but I, Pacino, McConaughey, I thought, this is going to be great. But the telltale sign should have been, it never came out. I don't think it came out in the cinemas here. It was straight to Foxtel. That's never a good sign. I don't know, but I didn't realise that this podcast was also going to everything. be critiques on movies. It's that's everything. My kind of, my kind of show. Uh, let's look ahead here. By the way, we're doing this uh, from level thir- 13 at World Square in Osteria. I thought we'd better give people a description of where we're doing this. We're in, I was in Brisbane last week. You were at home. You're doing the Astro Awards tonight. I'm not doing the Astro Awards. I'm, I'm Have going you already along. been nominated for your <laughs> no. scintillating interviews with Daily Cherry Evans? And who'd you have last week? You, oh, how soon they forget. Darius Boyd. Darius Boyd. That's right. Um, oh, I'm sneaking in, Dan. I figure that if you if you dress up looking like a penguin, then um, they'll, they will let you in. But um, no, an invite just going along. I think it only goes an hour and a half or something. Just concerns me a little bit. It's like a magnet, Star City Casino. I do my best to stay away, and now I'm accepting invitations to go there. Uh, I thought of you last Saturday, uh, early stages of North Queensland Roosters, because I know that you had given up going to the Eagles because it was the first weekend you wanted to watch those three games. When it was 22-0 or something, and the Roosters were great, I'm thinking, I wonder how Sturlow's feeling. He gave up the Eagles to watch that, to watch North Queensland get blown out of the water. Well, I actually gave it up to watch three games, and it was just sad that I knew what I was talking about Sunday morning. One game I might have bluffed my way through. (laughs) Two might have been okay, but three I couldn't have done it. My sister took my ticket. They had a fantastic time. They didn't sing The Last Resort, which uh, I would have been disappointed in. And there was a guy who stood behind them who was a real fan who knew all the words, who did belt out a bit of a tune every now and then. Uh, yeah, I would have been, well, I wouldn't have been tempted. I'd have turned around and said, mate, I paid to listen to them, not yeah, you. You're one of those people. No, I'm not one of you, those. You are. You just I, don't said... want to, I don't want to rain on his parade, but I, I paid good money to come and listen to Don Henley sing, not Don Nobody behind me. <laughs> okay, what about this? I got in trouble at that same venue or the same vicinity, one of those um, winery concerts, it was John Farnham and Lionel Richie. Now, it was Farnham. Now, when Farnham sings, everyone sings along. Isn't that true? Yeah, but do all, like... Like you're the voice of something. Everyone gets it. And I've yeah. got these whinging middle-aged people in front of me doing exactly what you do. I pay, I pay to see John sing. Well, the good thing with John... You can go back and see his next reprise tour and, 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 and then the next one after that and the next one after that. Don't be a hater. The Eagles, I'm only going to get to see them once out here. 
Did you see him? I haven't seen him yet. No, actually, I took my wife for our first ever date to an Eagles That's concert. right. You've told me that. That's a long, long time ago. Was she a fan? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It was, well, when I'm going, you know, we're going back 20 years, 20 odd years. So um, that would have been there when they just got the hill freezes over. Well, I, I can't remember, but um, all I know is Joe Walsh did. Oh. Life's been, life's been good to me. And that was, that was it for me. I, I was wrapped. I went and saw him last year at the forum in LA and, uh, because I thought, well, how good. Firstly, it was a fluke that I was there on the night. I was there for a stopover. And I thought, how good was it to see the Eagles sing Hotel California in California. And they were all good. Like, uh, Fry and Henley were, were good. They, you, they've aged a little. Yeah. Joe Walsh, he's ageless. Fantastic. He's like yeah. Keith Richards. He's damaged himself, yet he is still as sharp as ever on the, on the axe. He, he was brilliant. I wonder what it must be like for those performers to have such an iconic song that after they play four or five bars, everybody knows. what it, It's a bit like Billy Joel with, when he starts playing Piano Man. Yeah. Everybody knows. It, it must be unbelievable feeling. Well, that's, isn't it true that athletes want to be rock stars and rock stars want to be athletes? That's it. And some of us are just lucky to be both. <laughs> All right. Let's go through some of these games, uh, Sturlo. Uh, tomorrow night... Uh, and we are recording this on a Thursday, by the way. Uh, so these odds might change. And we do this courtesy... Uh, and with the help of sportsbet.com.au. And they've got some money back specials still going. If you want to back a team in head-to-head and they're up at half time, but they lose, you get your money back up to 100 bucks. And there's also the five-way head-to-head. I didn't do that last week, actually. The five-leg five multi, if one of them goes down and only one, uh, you get your money back again up to 100 bucks. So um, there are a couple of the specials on offer. But uh, we start with... Dogs Para, are you doing this one or are you doing Cronulla Brisbane? No, I'm Cronulla Brisbane, but I shall have my ear pierced for this one because there's a late kickoff out um, at Ramondas. I'm surprised the dogs aren't getting more than three and a half with Josh Reynolds out of this one. No, they're giving three and a half. No, they're giving three and a half. These are the crazy odds. Parramatta are getting three and a half points start. At the head-to-head, they're $2.30, Canterbury $1.65. You're right. I've written, it, I've written it the wrong way because I just assumed that the dogs would be getting start. Um, I'm, tip, I'm tipping Parramatta. I, I, yeah. I, look, I know that we will see a different week two to what we saw in week one, but I thought the Bulldogs looked very big. They played very flat. And I think uh, Parramatta, well, they were very aggressive. If they rip into these big Canterbury forwards, I can't see why they can't do a similar job as they did to Manly. Because Manly had their dramas during the game, before the game and after the game with Cherry Evans, they took all the headlines. I I felt the Parramatta uh, weren't given the credit they deserved. Uh, Yeah, a little bit, Dan. I was concerned about their first half defence. They they did look very vulnerable, and, and if Manly had have taken advantage of a couple of those, they, they had a forward pass pulled up like it was mm. it was a shocker. You know, if that if that scored and it becomes a six pointer, all of a sudden you might get a bit a bit of a different um, ball game. And also, you know, once you lose a player like Clint Gutherson, and you have to substitute a back row in Tom Simons out in the centres after twelve minutes, that's you know that's a real hindrance. But uh, Parramatta were good. They they looked like they could have gone for another. Mm. 40 minutes, um, and I think that they'll carry plenty of momentum into this game. Do you think Canterbury, what we saw last week, is what we're going to see a lot? Well, they're going to they're going to hurt you if you're a Canterbury fan, but then they're going to have those moments of brilliance. I mean, they played football for 15 minutes last week, and it was almost enough. Yeah, look, they'll get better every week because they're a big side, and that's you know we know that and they rely on that. But they they lose energy without Reynolds. I think he's a, a big yeah. loss. Moses and Byers has been there before, and he substituted quite well, but he's not Josh Reynolds. Uh, and the forward pack, 
Um, will be better after a run last week, especially in those conditions. And again, you look at the bench, Cassiano, Clemmer, Pritchard, Brown. Um, what's over a 1,000 kilos there? I'd hate to be feeding them. Lock of the week. Well, this is my lock of the week, Sterlo. Now, we both got our locks of the week up last week. When I say 1,000 kilos, I'm talking about the whole forward pack, not just those <laughs> yeah, four players. Uh, I'm, playing, I'm placing Parramatta at three and a half start as my lock of the week. When we get to yours, you just tell me which one. Okay. Cronulla, Brisbane. Now, we're doing this a little bit differently because the odds have changed. Uh, Cronulla originally and on the line are getting one and a half start. So, obviously, Brisbane are minus one and a half. But because the market has leveled up in the head-to-head stakes, we're just going to pick a winner here or try to. Cronulla, Brisbane, $1.92 apiece. Now, this is Ramonda Stadium tomorrow. Strange kickoff, 8.35 for Queensland Television. Uh, both last start losers. This one's a bit of a mystery. I, I had as much trouble trying to pick a winner out of this as any game. Yeah, they threw away a victory last week, the Sharks. If they'd played half smart, I think they beat the Canberra Raiders. Um, and the Broncos, well, I thought they were pretty poor against South Sydney because I didn't think the Rabbitohs were as good as everybody's making out. They yeah, were good, too. but they're, it was a long way short of what they are capable of, and that's, yeah. that's scary. Look, I'll go the Brisbane side here. Um, you know, Jordan Carr, who at fullback, he won't drop as many bombs as he did last week, and that won't put as much pressure on his team. And, uh, you know, there was a bit of a rocket, I think, put into this side when Sam Thiday got a verbal bake, a public verbal bake, bake from the coach, mm. and then dropped back to the bench. And that's pretty much saying to all the members of the team, doesn't matter what kind of name you carry here, if you don't perform, you won't be in my run on side. So Matt Gillett comes in. I think Brisbane win. Yeah, I'm the same. I... I, 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 I... Put it this way, I'm not putting any money on this game, uh, or I'm not anyway because I'm calling the game, but um, I, I, this is one I leave well alone, but we are tipping, so I'm the same as you, Brisbane. Uh, Cronulla, Barber and Robson really worry me, Sterlow. Barber missed tackles last week. Uh, Milford missed tackles too for Brisbane, so you know he's also susceptible in that number six jersey, but it just seems to me Cronulla might struggle for points. I know they scored 20 last week, but... You know, they played Canberra and Brisbane played South. So uh, we've agreed on the first two. Now, our biggest start so far of the year is Penrith Gold Coast, where Gold Coast have been given 12 and a half. This is in Bathurst, where the Sharks beat Penrith last year. And what I remember was it was a boggy surface. Uh, that was in the middle of winter. So I don't know if it's going to be quite that uh, thick on Saturday afternoon. Uh, I'm taking Gold Coast, though, because Penrith were baked in that sun. I think Penrith will win, but I don't know if they can blow the Titans away. So Gold Coast with the star for me. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to be able to wait for the penetrometer reading to <laughs> find out what the uh, the track is going to be like. But look, I was very impressed with Penrith last week. I thought their energy was fantastic. Um, when they, they need someone to take control of the game, manage the game, now Wallace and Sauer do that very, very well. I, I think I think they took their foot off the, the pedal last week. I, I don't know if Canterbury played that good in the last 15 minutes. I, I'm... I attribute it a lot to the Penrith side, knowing they had the game won and, and just relaxing that, that little bit. Uh, I think that they can give away 12 and a half and beat the Titans. Okay. Um, you know, guys like Matt Moylan, there's plenty of tries in, in that Penrith team. All right, just let me grab the pen off you, Sterling. Sorry, I could have thrown it. This over. is live podcasting. Uh, it to you. You've got good hands. Just writing here, Penrith for Sterling. Uh Manly Melbourne, uh, Brookie. Uh, now, these games always, or most of the time, tend to be close. 22-19 last year, 23-22, both the way of Melbourne. Uh, there was a 10-all draw the year before. Manly won another game easily. Um, 
Manly at home, but no Kieran Foran. And Melbourne, did we learn much about Melbourne last week? They were thoroughly comprehensive against the Dragons, but they didn't have the ball and they only won by eight. Yeah, and the, I think what we learnt is that when I tipped them not to make the eight, I was a little <laughs> bit concerned about that. This is my lock. Lock of the week. Ooh. This is my game. This is Melbourne. I think they give two and a half comfortably. I was really impressed by them on Melbourne uh, yeah. on Monday night. Um, I, was, I was worried about their, their forward pack, but bringing young McLean into the starting six, I think he's ready for that. I think Fanukin is an outstanding buy. Harris is a starting player now. To be able to bring Hinchcliffe off the bench shows that they've got some depth and some good young players coming through alongside him. And you know, Kieran Foran, not there for Manly. Uh, that concerns me. I don't think Faletti Matteo is fit. And I'm just not sure of the back row of Matteo, Simons and Louis whether that's going to trouble the Melbourne Storm. Melbourne seemed to struggle. Well, they certainly did last year against big packs when they were out-muscled. But you look at that pack there for Manly, small-minute players, I don't think they'd be fearful of that pack at all. Well, that's a concern for Manly this year, isn't it, Dan? Yeah. I think you're right. You know, that's Jeff Trevi's done a fantastic job to kind of manufacture some front rowers of late. Like Brenton Lawrence, he came in, what, 28, 29 years of age, and he's been fantastic for mm. them. But he's now... Probably the standout player. You know, Willie, big Willie's there, but he's not going to play a whole heap of minutes. He played 55 minutes or something last week, which is way more than he's used to playing. Uh, Matteo, I'll say it, he looks fat. I don't know if he is, but he looks overweight. Uh, Dunamis Louis is a small-minute player. Senny Lafayette is small minutes. Luke Burgess small minutes. Lingy Sow, uh, I don't think we'll expect to see him play too many minutes. This is the problem with losing Watmo. He was a 75-80 minute player. Yeah, and a, and a centre player uh, in the in the middle of the ruck there. Luke Burgess was good when he came on last week. Uh, and Josh Starling played every game last year uh, is on the, the injured list. Yeah. Uh, the big plus for Manly is the return of Steve Matai. Yes. Uh, defensively, they are so much better with him there. But I just think Melbourne, as I say, I was impressed by what I saw Monday night and um, I, I think they'll build on that. So Melbourne... This is their full-strength team. Manly's missing Bura, Starling, Hassan, who's suspended, Tafua, Foran, Gutherson. And they're only just the slight outsiders. So uh, we both agree on, on, on Melbourne minus two and a half. The late game on Saturday, the very disappointing Cowboys against the Newcastle Knights, who uh, uh, showed a bit of heart, didn't they, uh, beating the Warriors. That was a game there to be lost, really, down 14-6. Uh, I did know Tony Archer say after the game, in his video review that uh, that sin binning shouldn't have happened against uh, who was it for the Knights that was no sent? not not the sin binning the eight point, eight, eight point try eight I'm point sorry try, when yeah. Thomas Lulawai scored yeah um, not that it matters Newcastle won but you and Billy had a nice old debate uh, on the weekend I'll make sure well, I'll make sure I bring that audio back for Monday Stuart it wasn't a debate I had him covered uh, <laughs> all the way across um, look the Cowboys yes disappointing but the Roosters absolutely outstanding defensively. Now, the Cowboys, they could still be trying to score against the Roosters lineup, and they still wouldn't be getting the ball over the line. I think they'll have more success against Newcastle. It is another home game up there. The Knights showed plenty of fight last week, but really the Warriors should have won that game, and if they'd have stood up, they would have. Mm. So, um, look, I'm, going to, I'm a fan of the Cowboys. I'm, I'm not put off by what I saw last week because I'm, what I'm taking out of that game is more about the Roosters and the Cowboys I think they'll cover the eight and a half. Yeah, me too. Uh, so we're agreeing. We've agreed on four of the five. The Cowboys tend to blow teams away once they break them up. There, you would imagine it'll be warm, um, and uh, Newcastle's a bit of a mystery because 
you know, beating the Warriors at home. It's nice to get the two points, but we don't know. So uh, eight and a half minus, and I would take Sterlo the forty over the forty and a half. Yeah, I like this, the, the the points in there. Kurt Gidley's back uh, yeah. from Newcastle. Well, he's been named anyway. So uh, young Sianna Matautia. Um, back to 18th man. So, um, yeah, I think there's some points in that game. Okay, so uh, we are. I'm just. Uh, we, I'm, in a, I'm in a studio here, still. I'm trying to play something for yeah, I'm you. I'm in the same. Pl- I know where you are. Ah, the, the, last, the last resort. It's a great song. Let's, let's keep talking. It's a great song. They have to finish their concerts with this, don't they? This is the Good Night song. Well, that's. That's what I would have hoped oh, for. Oh, yes, and yes. Yeah, so. Now, did you get to see... Um, uh, now, Take It to the Limit, when when I saw them, is it Randy that sings Take It to the Limit? Or is it Timothy B. Smith? Wh- sure. Whoever sings it was not there at the concert and just didn't... It wasn't the same. Okay, yeah. I'm, I, this, this is probably my favourite Eagles song, but um, Already Gone is is up there as, as well. But my beautiful wife, she did... She did um, she did get the. I don't know what you do with phones these days, but you can record. She recorded some of it for me. <laughs> I did hear in the background my my sister at one stage who I gave my ticket to say, oh, "I'm really sorry that Peter's not here, but I'm actually really glad he's not." <laughs> oh, she had a ball. She had a great time. Ah, good for her. Um, South Sydney versus the Sydney. By the way, have you seen the history of the Eagles? I keep promising to give you that. Mate, you're making me a lot of promises. It's just I'll another it. one you haven't carried. No, I'll through. bring it. It's a three-hour doco. Fry and Henley are just—they're—they're they're, they're like Mussolini and Stalin. Oh, they're brutal. They're right. brutal. Oh, you better, you better turn that down because we might have people out there who hate the Eagles, and we don't want to put them up here. How can you hate that song? South Sydney, Sydney Roosters. Um, now, I thought still, when I was jotting these tips down, I would struggle to come up with a winner, but I, I, I came up with a winner very quickly. Here are the odds: a dollar seventy-five South, two dollars eight Sydney Roosters, South minus two, and the over/unders thirty-six and a half. Well, when I looked at this game, I thought, well, I'm taking the start, whichever team, and that is obviously the Roosters. So I'm taking, I'm taking two start the Roosters. I thought, they, I thought they were the most impressive performers last week. And if they defend like they did against North Queensland, they'll win a tight game, and that's why I like the start. So I'm like you. I didn't think uh, Souths were very good, but I didn't think they were great against Brisbane, who are an unknown. We know the Cowboys are pretty good, and the Roosters dismantled them. Mm-hmm. And uh, game was over at halftime. Oh yeah, and uh, I, I, I'm going to take the Roosters. I can't believe this is not a dollar ninety two each side. I can't believe they're the. Uh, they're the outsiders, so uh, we're on the uh, on the same path, uh, same path there. And McKilvick was pretty good for the Roosters, um, which was why I didn't tip them last week because I thought, no, Jake Friend, how are they going to survive? But he was perfectly fine. Well, there was a couple of impressive performers that that, that had to stand up, and you know, no Frank Paul Newasala there, so Isaac Lou into the run on side, and I thought he was tremendous. I think Dylan Napa is a future representative player. Got a big rap on that young man. Kane yeah. Evans, a man mountain, and young Takahia. Takiaha, <laughs> the the number seventeen for the Roosters. He was he was impressive as well. How good was Roger Tuivasa Sheck? Well, it was really smart coaching last year from Trent Robinson when he knew that Anthony Minicello was moving on. So he, he moved Roger into the attacking zone whenever they got down there in that thirty meter area. And now the transition to go back there at full to fullback all the time is so much easier because you know he's well versed with with his role. So. 
they're reaping the benefits of some smart coaching last year. Canberra and the Warriors. This is a Sunday night game. Uh, Canberra $2.05, Warriors $1.77. Canberra won last week, the Warriors lost. Canberra getting one and a half, and the over-under is 43 and a half. Um, Warriors, for me, uh, their record over Canberra in the last three games is extraordinary. They've cracked 50 every time. So there's something about the Raiders they like. Um, so Warriors for me. Yeah, and if they're going to play on a Sunday night down in the national capital, they'd probably prefer it to be round two yes. than round 12 or 22. Uh, but, you know, they're hard to tip with confidence, the Warriors. I think they win, and I think they win comfortably. But, you know, sticks in my mind. They should have beaten Newcastle last year. And the man that, you know, has to take blame for that, and the coach pointed out, Sean Johnson. He's got to learn to manage games. He's absolutely brilliant. But he needs to get a tape of what Mitchell Pearce did last last week. And that's whenever the attacking zone, they have the football, he's got to handle it three or four times. What about how embarrassing for Sean that uh, there was that footage that was, I think it was Matty John show on Monday, where he basically ran to the wing, pushed the dummy half, uh, pushed the marker out of the way so he can have a rest. Now, now I'm sure this goes on a lot in games, but the fact that it was pointed out and put out there in the open is probably going to uh, fire, fire him up. And, and, well, I uh, hope so. Well, it should. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm a huge fan. He's the gold, current Golden Boot winner, but that's obviously based on what he did at the international level more yeah. than club level. But, he, look, he's a match winner, and he had a chance last week to, to win that game. Uh, I think he'll have copped the rocket this week, and I think um, I think he'll lead the Warriors. I, I think they'll win comfortably. Okay, before we go, can you sing along with this? No. no. Um, in the name of destiny and in the name of God. You know the, all the words? Yeah. That's a long song to know all the words. And you can see them there on Sunday morning. Stand up and sing about what it's like up there. You got a good voice. They call it paradise. That's not a good voice. I don't know why. They call some place paradise. Now you got to help me here? Yeah. Goodbye. How does it go? I don't know the words to this one. Ah, 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 ah. I've got, no, got no oxygen left, Dan. <laughs> That'll come back to haunt me. Last game, West Tigers versus Dragons. Now, the odds haven't changed here, so we've got to be a bit careful. Um... Badugan and also Cray are out of this game. So I'm, I'm just trying to bring up the Sportsbet website now. I'm on their app to see if it has had an effect. Before those announcements were made, Tigers were giving 5.5. 42.5 was the over-under. And the straight-up odds, $1.53, $2.50. Uh... But with those injuries in mind, is that going to sway your betting? Oh, look, they'll be giving a little bit more than five and a half, I would imagine, but I think they'll do that. Campbelltown Stadium's not exactly Leichhardt Oval, but I think it's advantageous. And boy, no Dugan, no Cray, plenty of experience missing there. And you know, they they had so much ball against Melbourne, and I know that the West Tigers' defence isn't going to be as good as the Melbourne Storm, but I can't tip the Dragons, as I did on Monday. I know they only got beaten by eight. Well, they had a mountain of possession. Yeah. 33 completions from 40 uses of the football. That's got to win your football game, and they never look like winning. We have agreed on Parramatta, Brisbane, Melbourne, North Queensland, Roosters, Warriors, Tigers, seven of the eight. The only one we disagree on is Penrith Gold Coast. Uh, I don't think Penrith will win. It's just a matter of can they cover the start. 
I've gone with the strength, Dan. I was very impressed by what you did last week. I'm just, I've jumped on the bandwagon. All right. That's it. That's our podcast done. As I said, we do it thanks to the people at sportsbet.com.au. Easy to open an account. And they've got a tipping comp. It's like, can you just give me your winners quickly? Because here's what they do. 10000 bucks they put up every week, and it's free entry. Basically, if you're a customer, you just click on one button and you're already entered into the comp. And um, if you get the eight, then it gets down to one game. And if you can pick the margin, you get a share of the 10000 Now, if you're the only person that picks it, so the eight, eight out of eight and the margin in one game, then you get a share of however many win, divide that into 10,000. 14 did it last week, so they got eight out of eight. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, and they picked... 800 bucks each. Yeah, 714 each uh, because they got eight out of eight. And it wasn't that hard around, really. I got three, Dan. With this against oh, the well, start. That's right. I probably would have got eight. And <laughs> and uh, what was... Uh, it was the last game. Dragons losing the Melbourne by eight. So 14 people got the round and the, and the margin. So, all right, let's right. go through these. Sturlo, Dogs, Para. I'm going Parramatta. Yeah, me too. Cronulla, Brisbane. Brisbane. Yeah. Penrith, Gold Coast. I'm going Penrith. Manly, Melbourne. I'm going Melbourne. I think we've got the same here. North Queensland, Newcastle. North Queensland. We've gone against the start. Roosters to beat South, yes. Yeah, I'm going the Roosters. Warriors to beat Canberra. That's right. And Tigers to beat Dragons. That's it. I think that's the margin game. So give me a margin, Tigers, Dragons. Oh, look, I think it's. I, I don't think it'll blow out that much um, because the Tigers weren't that impressive sneaking home. I'm thinking uh, only seven and a half. No, you got to, well, no, you got to pick an exact score. Oh, an exact score. Oh, gee. No, but like an exact margin, not twenty four sixteen. You just got All to right. pick by how many they'll win by. Okay, you know I'm new at this, Dan. I think the West Tigers will win by ten. Okay, I'm going to go by eight. They win ugly. All right, that's well, it. Let's hope not, because that's our Monday night game. Oh, you know, I, they're one of the teams like Parramatta. I always look forward to calling, because you know with the Tigers, generally you're going to get entertaining rugby league. That's it, Sterling. Good luck with the Astros, even though you're not up for anything. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, mate. Man, you just, mate, if it was at the Entertainment Centre or at the Sydney Convention Centre, you wouldn't turn up. But Star City's got you in, haven't they? I'm actually doing the entertainment. I'm singing a couple of Eagle songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Well done. And please gamble responsibly. See you, Starlight. See you, mate.